Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Two seconds left for Denver. Joker desperation. Three. We are calling for justice for Jacob Blake and demand the officers be held accountable. For this to occur, it is imperative for the Wisconsin State Legislature to reconvene after months of inaction and take up meaningful measures to address issues of police accountability, brutality, and criminal justice reform. That's George Hill of the Milwaukee Bucks reading a Bucks statement there. They pulled out, said they didn't want to play, boycotted the game. Other games followed, and you know what happened from there with three more baseball games, five LMLS games, three WNBA games, a tennis star all saying they're not playing. Now a meeting this morning to decide if this is a one- or two-day thing or if this is going to go on and it's going to end the NBA season right now. Feels like a quick turn, PK, but then you listen to people who are talking there, and this was building... Your gut instinct tell you what's going to happen next, or all bets are off, and 2020 is a wildly unpredictable year? Oh, I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I think that if you want to have the full impact, you got to go all the way. What's it, all in the way, all, all in or in the way, or whatever that Kyle expression got is? Got it. I mean, if you just turn around and reschedule a couple of games, or a couple of days later, what was the point? If symbolism were the answer, man, we, we have no more questions. Players held a meeting last night. The Lakers and Clippers advocated for a boycott of the remainder of the NBA season. Second meeting scheduled to take place in Orlando today at 9. The NBA Board of Governors has called for an emergency meeting at the same time. So the fate of the season, how these two groups are going to react, what they're going to decide, all up in the air right now. Just worth noting that it's now 13 teams that will be deciding for 30 teams what happens going forward, all kinds of implications if they don't finish the season what that could mean for the next collective bargaining agreement. As jazz, uh, jazz man Ed Davis said, you know, it's one thing for the veterans who've made their money. He said he's fine. But for the younger guys, it's kind of a big impact on the, uh, the salary cap going forward and how much these guys make over the course of their career. Uh, I'm not so interested in what the players do with their money. How about all the other people who work in the organizations? There's a lot of African-American people who work in organizations they're going to be laid off. We saw with the Pac-12 yesterday. Uh, it was obvious. Uh, last time we had Yogi on, I wanted to ask him uh, what's going to happen to the people who are employed by the Pac-12 network. Uh, you know, players can do whatever they want and uh, whatever. Uh, but what about all these other people that are dependent upon these games being played? Did they think of them? Because uh, I would assume there's a lot of African American people employed by the NBA in various positions. And now are their jobs going to be in jeopardy? I mean, really, I could give a you-know-what about the players. Uh, what about all these other people, the common folk like myself, who would be out of a job? How about them? They don't have a voice in this. They're sitting, waiting, and watching. Yeah. And so are a lot of the players. I mean, when you take the, the teams that didn't go, the teams that didn't qualify the playoffs went home, and now three playoff teams have been swept and left the bubble. So there's... 13 teams deciding for 30 teams where this is going going forward. On the Board of Governors side, I guess everybody would have a say. Uh, I agree with you that the symbolism, if symbolism were going to get us somewhere, we've had a lot of symbolism 
you know, in a lot of words. But you're looking at players. I mean, they have a lot of money at stake. And I thought from the start that the bubble was going to happen because the ramifications of it not happening were massive. So, you know, I I still think they're going to end up playing. I think 11 of the 13 wanted to play. And even among the Lakers and Clippers, I mean, this is a star-driven league. Who's going to go against LeBron and Kawhi? if they decide to play or decide not to play. On those teams, I'd, I'd be surprised. Right now it feels like well, there's yeah. a couple guys who don't want to go forward, but most of the guys do. My guess is they go forward. I, I think they're going to end up playing. You know, um, There's a right but, side and a wrong side to this. I mean, if you, you can tweet and retweet stuff, but if you put something out there of somebody who doesn't think BLM is the way to go, it gets taken down. So there's a right way and a wrong way. And depending on your point of view, if you're over here, and people don't really want to hear it, but if you're over there, you're good to go. I think that also it would still be symbolic if they don't play the rest of the season. And, okay, that's a bigger symbol, but is that really going to change how thousands of independent law enforcement agencies, you know, perform their jobs for better or for worse. So, you know, symbolism only takes you fall right. Symbolism only takes you so far. And, you know, one day it's symbolic. It would be a bigger symbol not to play at all, but that still feels symbolic. And over here, you know, the players have a lot of money on the line. You're right, other people in the organization have a lot of money on the line too. You know, where is this going? I I think with the Board of Governors, you know, there are, I mean, the owners are all rich, but some of them are cash poor and are highly leveraged. And I think that's why we're seeing this pushback at the start of the season into 2021, because some of them need the revenue that comes with the fans. I mean, some of them have really, you know, pushed to the limit to get in the club and playing games without fans. I got to imagine those owners are going to push for the season to go forward on that end. Meeting starts at 9 a.m. I doubt it'll. Uh, I doubt we'll hear much before our show, but I guess you can never say. You know, maybe there'll be texts coming out from outside, inside the meeting. We will have reporting during. Coach bombs. Yeah, it could be. All right, more on this coming up. We got a lot of you uh, weighing in on our Facebook page. What's next? What now? Where are we going from here? We will get to that coming up. Also, we got Craig Bowlerjack, TV voice of the Jazz, joining us at 8:30. Big T Thurl Bailey at nine. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. It's all about the, a, a vibe that you have to set and you curate. And in essence, you know, we want to change that word vibe. It, it more or less becomes the standard. Walking into this locker room, it has been such a, you know, a, 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 a good energy here that I just want to make sure that I do my part. That's Cam Newton, Patriots quarterback, talking about adjusting to New England and the locker room. He was also asked, does he feel like the starting quarterback? And he said, absolutely not. Every day is a work day for me. That label is not important to me right now. I have so much I need to get better at, so much I need to learn, so much I need to be comfortable with. Throughout this process, that's the last thing I'm pretty much worried about. Uh, you know, PK, we, uh, we report what people say, not what is necessarily the truth. And I'll bet he does feel challenged walking in there, but it's still important whether he's the starter or not. Well, that's the first thing. I don't think he went to New England to be a backup. Right. 
The Washington football team canceled its scheduled practice for today in response to the shooting of Jacob Blake. Head coach Ron Rivera scheduled a deleted discussion with the team about the shooting this morning. There's expectation uh, that they might decide to do something and show support for social justice causes this season. We've already seen the Lions shut down a practice. The games are still, uh, what are we, still a little more than uh, two weeks away? About two weeks away, I guess. Two weeks away. It's Thursday, so they'll be open two weeks from tonight on where the games will be impacted. And I would expect the way everything's going that we're going to see that in the NFL. Yeah, go ahead. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. UCLA suing Under Armour in federal court. Alleging it terminated its 15-year, $280 million sponsorship agreement with the Bruins not because of the coronavirus pandemic, but because the record-setting deal was too expensive for the financially troubled apparel company. The lawsuit is uh, filed in district court in L.A., and the amount in the dispute said a little over $200 million. UCLA presumably had gotten a little bit of that deal already, I guess. That's a, uh, that's a lot of money for the Bruin Athletic Department going forward, PK. Speaking of uh, a lot of jobs hanging in the balance. Yes, it is. USC will pause football workouts until at least Monday due to positive tests for COVID-19, the school announced. school's weekly surveillance testing program recorded eight positive tests for football and men's water polo, which will also be suspending activities. They don't have any games coming up, so I guess they could suspend them for a while. (laughs) That's like the suspension of the quarterback in May, and he's reinstated in June. (laughs) Indefinite. What difference does it make? A group of Big Ten football parent associations sent an open letter demanding information around the league's decision to postpone the fall football season and a structured discussion with first-year commissioner Kevin Warren. Did you know there were parent associations in the Big Ten? I didn't know that. Well, I would have been more impressed if it was a closed letter. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. 3-1 pitch, here it is. Colton Wong. He walks, and the Cardinals win this one 6-5 with a walk-off walk. You believe this game? No. The Redbird. <laughs> Unreal. Unreal, this is, say it the least. Major League Baseball, there's Colton Wong walking it off, getting a win for the Cardinals. There were games, and then there were also three games that were played. Started with the Reds and the Milwaukee Brewers, and then the Mariners, Padres, and Dodgers and Giants didn't play. Other games went on. Tampa Bay, leading the AL East, beat the Orioles 4-3. The Red Sox are way down. The Red Sox and Yankees have uh, have dominated that division for years, and yet the Rays have been to the postseason. They managed to find their way. But this year with the Red Sox down, the path a little easier, PK. And they got another good team. They do. Yeah, absolutely they do. Rockies beat the Diamondbacks. Your D-backs trying to come back. Couldn't get it done, though. Dang, Tom. (laughs) And long live the long ball. White Sox go deep four times. Beat the Pirates 10-3. Ben Scully collected a few items of interest over the years, PK. And now his personal memorabilia collection is going to go up for auction, including bidding on uh, bats, Baseballs, baseball cards, award plaques, trophies, World Series rings, and the spiral-bound scorebook from his final season in 2000 
16. He worked for the Dodgers for 67 years. So if you're into baseball memorabilia, he's got some stuff. I find that interesting. Why would he do that? Because he's got a lot of stuff and he isn't going to live forever. And I suppose he's talked to his heirs and uh, they're only interested in certain things. And the rest he's going to auction. He said part of it is to avoid squabbles with his children in the future. Oh, come on. That's the great American way. (laughs) I know families who've ended up in court. (laughs) You know what you have to do? You have to be like us. (laughs) My family my two sisters we got nothing you want nothing yep nothing here no money literally no money (laughs) when when my my father went second literally no money to divide (laughs) so we've gotten along fine (laughs) (laughs) that limits the chaos right there her their possessions and i'm looking at it right now stuff that i took you know we took a took a week it actually uh, corresponded with the uh, utah game down at uh, in tempe because it was in october so instead of going down like friday i went down on sunday <laughs> and, and so we cleaned out the house and i'm looking at it the entire life possessions i that i wanted right now they're in a duffel bag photo albums from, uh, just a couple yeah because yeah. there's really nothing they didn't have anything well, you ain't got nothing. You got nothing to lose. Well, he's got something. I had a uh, great aunt, and when her parents passed away, uh, apparently, and, and she was one of eight kids, and apparently there was just basically uh, some some of the siblings just raced to the house and just cleaned it out. And she got up there from San Diego, and she got nothing. And it was brutal, and, you know, people didn't speak to each other and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's and, what I'm talking about. That's right. the great American way. And so she lived, uh, my, my uncle passed away uh, while I was in college. She lived another uh, 15, 17 years. And every time I was down in San Diego and I'd go visit her, and she'd want to give you something. She just tried to give it all away. It'd be the equivalent of Vin just having one of the kids over and saying, here, you get this World Series ring. <laughs> and then basically... Yeah, but that creates problems, too. Parceling it out. Yeah. Yeah, I can. I know a guy. He was an Italian guy from Brooklyn. I met him in, I met him in Pedro. And he had uh, four kids. And he's gone now. And he kept a detailed log of everything. And if so, if they asked him for anything... He deducted it out of the inheritance, so he set it up evenly among the four. And get a ledger. And yeah, and yes. So if you asked for, hey, I need a, I need a thousand dollars, whatever. Can you can you help me out? Yes. And then he would subtract it from what would happen when he was gone. And that seemed to work really well. It was tedious, but he was he was a very detailed oriented man. Just unbelievable. Clearly. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you're, and, I don't even know who this is. I've already picked up on that. He died on a, on a Thursday, and on Monday and Tuesday, he was water skiing, playing in, uh, playing softball, and then golf. And then the next day, skinny as all get out, on Thursday, had a heart attack, boom, gone at 74. It was such a shocker because you would have thought of there was somebody who was always, and he was a runner, and, and, but anyway, yeah, it was just a shocker when he went because he was in such great shape, and he's always in great shape. But I always admired the way he lived his life because everything was in order. Everything had a place, and that's how he handled the, uh, the money with his children. 
Hmm. Yeah, my uh, my brother's father-in-law, um, you know, apparently knew, had the premonition. His health hadn't been good, so I guess it wasn't a big stretch either. Uh, but when um, when he passed away, the mother-in-law went into his office and all the books, all the insurance, like everything was sitting on a corner of the desk. <laughs> she walked in like literally everything that a lawyer or one of the kids who was working with her would ask about it was right there on the corner of the desk. He had it all set up. They didn't have to go searching for anything. He was a pretty detail-oriented guy too, I guess. All right, DJ and PK. Brought to you in part by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing, 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. All right, hey, we're... DJ, DJ, yes. hold on a second, hold on a second. You're talking about Shamrock Plumbing? Yes. Neighbor of mine says, hey, you got a plumber that's your station advertised? I said, yeah, I gave you Shamrock. And uh, so then he texted me back a couple days later. Thanks for the info on Shamrock. Nice kid came out and everything fixed in two hours and was half of what I was expecting. I would definitely recommend them. So hats off to Shamrock. All right. Coming out to the neighborhood and getting it done. Yeah. It's a shout out for Shamrock Plumbing right there. That's that's the best. That's the best kind, right? The best kind yeah. of recommendation. Oh. Somebody, oh, yeah, for sure. Somebody in the neighborhood who's uh, got a... You know, the thing about plumbing problems is when you have a plumbing problem, you have a plumbing problem right now. Yeah, You ever have a... A flood, stopped up pipes, whatever. you get That's a problem right now. That's not the kind of thing you can put on the back burner. All right, DJ and PK. Uh, Bowler's coming up at 8.30. Big T at 9 o'clock. A lot of you weighing in on our social media. Where are we going from here? We will get to that coming up next. Stay with us.